The AI Today podcast, produced by Cognolytica, cuts through the hype and noise to identify what is really happening now in the world of artificial intelligence. Learn about emerging AI trends, technologies, and use cases from Cognolytica analysts and guest experts. Hello, and welcome to the AI Today podcast. I'm your host, Kathleen Mulch. And I'm your host, Ron Schmelzer. And many of you are finding out about the AI Today podcast because, well, well you're discovering us, you're, you're searching on various topics. And we cover so much material on the AI Today podcast, everything from our glossary series where we define different terms and terminology around AI, our use case series where we talk about how AI is being applied in different industries, our very popular failure series, which talks about the reasons why AI projects have so many uh, failures. And of course, interviews with thought leaders that are doing and implementing AI today. Many of the solution providers are putting AI into practice. Of course, we even have our trustworthy AI series where we talk about different ways in which people are trying to make AI more trustworthy for their users and many other series. But many of you are also finding out about the AI Today podcast because our work has been quoted in so many places. We have provided so much thought leadership around not just basic concepts of AI, but really how to understand and implement AI in your systems today. Exactly. And so one of our thought leaderships that we've put out is the seven patterns of AI. And if you haven't listened to those podcasts, we'll link to them in the show notes, but we have a podcast where we go over the seven patterns in great detail. And then we also have additional podcasts that dig into each of the specific patterns. So we won't be spending too much time going into the patterns today, but we wanted to be sharing this with you and presenting it again, because if you've listened to our podcast or if you have gone through CPMAI, our training and certification, you know that there is no commonly accepted definition of AI. Despite it being around now for decades, the term AI was officially coined in 1956, there still is no common definition. But folks are trying to get a common definition for the industry. And the OECD, which we are members of the, the One AI group at OECD, and actually back in February of 2020, right before the pandemic, I went to Paris to speak at OECD and presented on the seven patterns of AI. So the OECD uses the seven patterns of AI for the core of their definition for AI, which is now part of the EU AI Act. And we presented on the EU AI Act and shared that um, in one of our previous podcasts, and we'll link to that as well, so that you can learn more about the EU AI Act if you're not familiar with that. But quickly, the OECD's definition, they define artificial intelligence. This is their definition. The OECD defines an AI system as a machine-based system that can, for a given set of human-defined objectives, make predictions, recommendations, or decisions influencing real or virtual environments. When applied, AI has seven different use cases, also known as patterns, that can coexist in parallel with the same AI system. Yeah, and I think this is really, first of all, we were flattered in part that the OECD chose to use our seven patterns thought leadership as the core 
of their expanded definition for AI. Of course, there's no coincidence because Kathleen was part of that committee that helped them formulate that. But the reason why we came up with the seven patterns to begin with was to answer a very simple question. And that is that when two different people are talking about using AI, they're not always talking about the same sort of system or the same kind of thing. And while maybe at the lowest levels, these systems all share so many things in common, machine learning, learning from data, and maybe all the various different types of machine learning, there are differences in the way they are applied, and the differences are very significant. For example, two people talking about AI, one could be talking about a self-driving autonomous vehicle, another person could be talking about a chatbot, somebody else could be talking about a predictive maintenance system or a game-playing system. And while these all may at the lowest levels use machine learning, you could also say at the lowest levels they're all just computers and they're doing computing things. And that's not really very helpful to say these are all computing, doing computing things. So what we decided to do uh, many years ago, back in 2018, is we divided the world of the various different applications of AI, the use cases of AI, as OECD refers to it, in these seven general patterns. And we have found that even after many years, there haven't been additional patterns that have emerged. There's not an eighth pattern or a ninth pattern. And similarly, there aren't fewer patterns. It's not that you could really say, well, the conversational pattern is the same thing as the recognition pattern. They're very different. And as we'll go into it, we'll explain it's because the objective, the reason why we are using AI is to solve these different kinds of problems. And at the end of the day, that's what these patterns are. They're different kinds of problems that we're trying to solve with AI that goes back to the OECD's AI definition, which is, of course, these human-defined objectives that allow us to influence the real or virtual environments around us. Exactly. So we'll just go over the patterns quickly on this podcast so that you can familiarize yourself with them if you haven't already. But again, I'll link to the you know greater uh, detailed podcasts in the show notes. So in no particular order, we'll be presenting these. We display the seven patterns as a, a wheel because you know it's not in any sort of order. But the first pattern that we'll go over is the conversation and human interaction pattern. So this is machines and humans interacting with each other using natural language, so the language of humans, and conversational forms of interaction across a variety of forms of communication, including voice, text, written, and image forms. So in this pattern, this includes machine to human, human to machine, and back and forth human and machine interaction. And then we always say, well, what's the objective of this pattern? The objective of this pattern is machines interacting with humans the way that humans interact with each other. So when you think about examples in the conversational pattern, these are things like chatbots, voice assistant, content generation, sentiment, mood, or intent analysis, and also machine translation. Yeah. And of course, conversational patterns have gotten a lot of attention over the past year in particular because of large language models. And people realize that if you can just chat with a machine and have them do things, that they're really quite powerful. So uh, the conversational patterns got a lot of attention recently. But prior to the conversational pattern, one of the, uh, one of the patterns that got even more attention was the recognition pattern. So the recognition pattern is this idea of using intelligent machines to identify and understand images, sound, video, audio, things like handwriting or faces or gestures. And really the core of this idea, the core of the objective is we want machines to be able to identify and understand the real world 
and the real world's unstructured data. And that has traditionally been a problem with computers. It's one thing to have data in a database that has a field, say, first name, and you know, therefore, that that data corresponds to first name. It's another thing to be looking at images or emails and try to figure out, is there a person in this image? Uh, where is the person's name in this email? Much a harder problem. And so we want to solve these problems of recognition that with AI, and that's one of those fundamental patterns of AI. So this includes things like facial recognition, sound recognition, object and item detection, handwriting recognition, text recognition. And it's a very different problem from the one of conversation. Exactly. The next pattern is the autonomous systems pattern. So this is physical or virtual software systems that are able to accomplish a task, achieve a goal, interact with their surroundings, and perform their objective with minimal or no human involvement. So really the objective of this pattern is to minimize human, human labor. When you think of autonomous systems, I always think of autonomous vehicles, but there's a lot more to it because we said it's physical and software systems. So you can have automatic documentation or knowledge generation, autonomous process or cognitive automation. Also, you can have collaborative robots or cobots, obviously autonomous vehicles, like I mentioned and also proactive decisions. So really, the autonomous systems pattern is probably one of the hardest patterns, if not the hardest to implement, because the goal of this is to remove the human from the loop. And whenever you do that, you have to be just about perfect. You know, think about autonomous vehicles. If you're not going to have a driver behind the wheel, that better be darn near perfect. Where if you have, you know, a sentiment analysis with conversational, eh, it doesn't it doesn't need to be 100%. You can have a human there. Even with, uh, you know, recognition, depending on the application, yes, you do want it to be accurate if you're going to be using it to, you know, quickly identify folks. Uh, but with the autonomous systems pattern, since that objective really is to remove the human from the loop, it it has to be really perfect. So another pattern of AI that's gotten a lot of attention recently is this idea of hyper-personalization, which is the concept that if we're going to have machines learn from data, one of the things that these machines can do is learn more about you or about some specific thing and then tailor a particular application, solution, product, whatever it is, to your very specific needs. And so this idea of hyper personalization is using AI systems to develop a unique profile of each individual. And it could be a person or it could be a non-person individual as well, but an individual thing, an entity, a person, and having that profile learn and adapt over time and be applied for a wide variety of purposes. Of course, we can think of things like hyper-personalized advertising or hyper-personalized finance or even education or healthcare. And really the objective, the reason why we want to use AI for this and not, say, a, a database or some other system is because we want to be able to treat each individual as an individual and address their very specific needs, even if their 
particular profile doesn't match someone who may look very similar to them. So there's very uh, many potential use cases here. We talked about things like personalizing content or developing an individual or a user profile for education, healthcare, finance, a wide variety of, of needs. Of course, there's the e-commerce application where you have hyper-personalized recommendations for products, hyper-personalized medicine and healthcare and finance. And of course, even things like behavior profile, which is trying to figure out how you're maybe interacting with the website or with some sort of application or maybe even a hardware device, and then tailoring the way that the system responds based on what has learned about you. And that is one of these core applications of AI. Exactly. And we've had some recent podcasts on this. We had we interviewed someone from Diageo talking about what's your whiskey. And so they were trying to personalize, hyper-personalize that experience. So that pattern is gaining, uh, you know, traction and organizations are using it. We like it because you get to treat people as an individual now. Um, the next pattern that we want to talk about is the patterns pattern. So we say the pattern and anomaly detection pattern. Machine learning and especially deep learning is really good at recognizing patterns. You're able to take a lot of data and it can quickly analyze it and detect patterns and also detect outliers in that pattern. So it can, you know, uh, be used in that way as well. So we say if you can train it, then you can detect it. So the examples and how pattern and anomaly detection pattern is being used is obviously fraud detection and analysis, right? If you can detect those outliers, then you can detect, uh, you know, what doesn't look right, what doesn't fit. And so since it is able to look at, you know, big stacks of data super quickly, it can find those outliers and anomalies. Also, semantic recommendations. It's good for content summarization and text analysis. Also, Internet of Things, IoT analytics, and flaw detection. Also, with some recommendation engines, sentiment analysis, cybersecurity applications. We're seeing this really being used there. Obviously, that makes sense, right? Because we want to be detecting those outliers. And also with predictive analytics, especially when it comes to time series data. So what we say here is that if you can train it, you can detect patterns or things that don't fit those patterns, those anomalies. Yeah, I think it's a good application of AI because the alternative, of course, is programming and rules-based systems. And of course, if you can write the rules or ways to work around the rules too. So AI systems are really good for that. Sort of an analogous but very different pattern of AI is this idea of predictive analytics and decision support, which is the idea of using AI systems and machine learning and the cognitive approaches to understand the past to make predictions about the future. And we can use that to predict future outcomes or help humans make better decisions about future outcomes using the insight that it's learned from past behavior or interactions or data. And of course, the objective of this pattern is really to help humans make better decisions. Now, we can use predictive analytics to help machines make better decisions for themselves, but that's really more the autonomous systems patterns where we're trying to keep the human out of the loop. Here we have the human in the loop, and what machines are doing is they're learning from the past to say, hey, here's something that could happen, or here's a decision you could make, or I could be your trusty assistant here uh, to provide some additional insight. So it really is a separate pattern. And it also is separate from the pattern and an anomaly detection pattern because that pattern is really focused on the past, spotting what has happened or spotting data and saying what is happening and what may fit or not fit with that. 
This is more about that future. So there's many use cases here where we can apply AI. Of course, we can do things like uh, predictive analytics to help us with uh, helping us do better searches, search engine information retrieval, maybe helping us find uh, information in our systems that we can't find. Uh, but of course, all the predictive stuff, like predicting some quantified value, this idea of predicting maybe some forecasting some number or forecasting some sales or supply chain, any application like that. We can use this, therefore, to do things like dynamic and predictive pricing, some sort of predictive behavior. We can do predictive maintenance. Maintenance. We can predict when things might fail, might need to be repaired. Uh, we could even do a little bit of a best fit or a, a identify the opportunities for optimization. And things like even situational awareness, where I may have data coming from multiple different sources and I want to figure out what's happening. What is the trend for that? All of these are really good applications of AI. And as mentioned, separate from these other patterns that we have talked about so far. Exactly. And with the predictive analytics and decision support pattern, since the objective is helping humans make better decisions, people uh, can implement this. And we do see it implemented because you're not taking the human out of the loop, which is nice. Uh, unlike, you know, the autonomous pattern where that is the goal. So the last pattern that we'll be presenting is the goal-driven systems pattern. And this is really using reinforcement learning for real-world games. So the objective of this pattern is to find the optimal solution to a problem through trial or error. So examples in this pattern are scenario simulation, also game playing, and resource optimization. So the resources could be money, equipment, time, or other resources. We've seen this. We've had some great uh, examples of this with uh, traffic lights, where the city of Pittsburgh used reinforcement learning and goal-driven systems to help with traffic pattern optimization. We've also seen it with warehouses. If you have robots, they can optimize roaming the uh warehouse floors as long as there's no humans there. We've also seen this with iterative problem solving and bidding and real world auctions. So machine learning has proven to be remarkably good at discovering these hidden rules of games and beating even the best humans at their own games. So goal-driven systems pattern, you know, we are seeing as well. And um, it, it's being applied in some really amazing ways. Yeah, so I think like the final thing we have to say about these seven patterns is that when you're building an AI system, it may use one or more of these seven patterns. You may actually sometimes need to combine multiple patterns together to accomplish some task. Of course, what that really means is that you're not actually solving one problem. You're actually solving multiple problems. And that's why these seven patterns are very helpful and very useful and actually very powerful and form a core of our CPMAI methodology as well. Because once you know what problem you're trying to solve, that's the first thing you should try to do, figure out is what business problem you're trying to solve. One of the next questions is, what pattern or patterns do, of AI do you need to solve that pattern, to solve that problem? And if you don't have an answer, that means that maybe AI is not a good fit. If you notice, one of the things that's not a pattern of AI is automation, because automation does not require intelligence. We can use non-AI things to do automation. 
we can add AI to automation, but then we need to think about what pattern of AI we're applying to automation. Is it recognition? Is it conversation? Is it predictive analytics, right? This is why it's so powerful. And this is why the seven patterns has been referred to over and over and over again by other thought leaders, by other people who are putting AI. And even the most advanced AI researchers have not come up with alternatives to these seven patterns. So uh, for those of you that uh, heard about CPMAI, perhaps as a methodology, it's an approach for running AI and machine learning projects in a method that's iterative, that aims for success. It stands for the Cognitive Project Management for AI. It's a framework, it's an approach, it's a methodology, your terminology of choice that works for you. And if you're interested in learning more about that, you can go to aitoday.live slash cpmai. That's aitoday.live slash cpmai. You can find out more about that there. And of course, we're going to link to that in our show notes. Yep, we absolutely will. And you can take our free intro to CPMAI if you're interested in learning more. So we hope that you have enjoyed this overview of the seven patterns. I will link to the podcast that dig into each one of these in greater detail if you'd like to uh, check those out as well. And if you haven't done so already, subscribe to AI Today so you can get notified of all of our upcoming episodes. We have some great interviews that we have lined up, as well as digging deeper into some additional topics, as well as maybe revisiting some topics from the past, including our failure series, where we're going to be bringing in newer failures and, you know, common reasons why AI projects fail with examples and why you should listen and not be one of those failures. Also, please make sure to rate us if you have not done so already on Google, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform. And I, I know that we have a lot to link in the show notes, so we absolutely will, uh, including the podcasts, our free intro to CPMAI, and I will also link the CPMAI certification course as well. Like this episode and want to hear more? With hundreds of episodes and over 3 million downloads, check out more AI Today podcasts at aitoday.live. Make sure to subscribe to AI Today if you haven't already on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google, Amazon, or your favorite podcast platform. Want to dive deeper and get resources to drive your AI efforts further? We've put together a carefully curated collection of resources and tools handcrafted for you, our listeners. To expand your knowledge, dive deeper into the world of AI, and provide you with the essential resources you need, check it out at aitoday.live slash list. This sound recording and its contents are copyright by Cognolytica, all rights reserved. Music by Matsu Gravas. As always, thanks for listening to AI Today, and we'll catch you at the next podcast. <laughs>